Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Thank you, folks, for tuning in today. May God bless you dearly and richly. Well, I want to continue a story I've talked about David yesterday, and I've talked about his sin. I talked about how one sin led to another sin and uh, and how we've got to repent and turn our lives around, and David did just that. He listened to God and he in God and he asked God to forgive him and God forgave him. In fact, you see in, in the Psalms, you can reflect many times on David almost referring to that time in his life when he had those sins. One of the passages in, in Psalm fifty one, he lays it out pretty clear. But let me uh let me pray before we read on. Our Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the forgiveness of sins. Thank you for coming into our life. And Lord, may the Bible come alive to us and may we live by its very words. Oh God, be with our listeners today. Watch over them. Lead them, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Chapter 51, verse 1 through 4. This is what David says. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, Blot out my sins or my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from all my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in the verdict and justified when you judge. And you know what? David recognized and he was pleading with God to have mercy on him, to please forgive him, to give him another chance. How many times in your life do you wish you could have another chance? And sometimes people are giving you chance after chance after chance, and what do you do with it? He asked God to blot out his sin and cleanse him from it. See, that's the great news about Jesus. He will forgive us of all our sins, and he will blot it out. He will remember it no more. It's we who remember. Look at David. Boy, he remembered his sin big time. It weighed on his conscience forever. And a lot of times those sins haunt us. But when God has taken it away, you can put your faith and trust in knowing that you have done the right thing and you're heaven-bound. He told the Lord that he had done evil in his sight. And God had, it was his perfect right to judge him. See, we find the great news for David and for us that God is faithful and just to forgive our sins and remember it no more. First John 1 9 in the New Testament says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. He will purify us from all unrighteousness. He will forgive our sins. He is faithful and just, I will forgive your sins. If we do what? If we confess our sins to him. Confession is a vital part of our lives for us to be right with God. John says in the verse right before uh, verse 8, he says that if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. We say that we haven't sinned. We've all sinned. I've told you that in the word of God. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And Romans 3 tells us that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Death, the wages of sin, there is a penalty to be paid for sin. 
We must seek God and avoid a hard heart. When we continue in our life of sin, there our hearts hearts get harder and harder, and we get so callous that we don't even recognize we're sinning anymore. We are so consumed by it, you know, and we have to have the Holy Spirit wake us up. Folks, I hope the Holy Spirit wakes you up before it's too late. I hope you will make a great decision today. God was pleased that David recognized his sin and came to his senses. It is very simply that he wanted, wants us to do as people, to come to our senses, to know that, hey, you know, it's not the world way, it's God's ways. So we can live in the fullness of what God offers. And even down in the 51st, 51st, by the way, is a great psalm. It's a long psalm, but it's a great psalm. Listen to the 51st chapter, verse 10 through 12. Created me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. This was a continuation of David's prayer, that God would help him to have a pure heart and restore the joy that David had for him, that David had in the Lord. We know that sin is a joy stealer. When you continue to dabble in sin, you take joy takes a hit because you know you are sinning and you know you have turned your back on God, and it's time, folks, to get it together. David got it together, and he asked God to give him a willing spirit that would sustain him in his life, and God did. God is faithful. God will help you. The last part of our chapter on the story speaks of David's son Absalom and some poor choices that lead to his awful death. Even though Absalom didn't go along with David's political views and David's life, David still loved his son. David still watched over him. He asked the armies to go easy on him. But Joab, one of David's key leaders, defiled David's direction, and he killed Absalom brutally. And David mourned for his son. When I think about this story, I think about many parents who have seen their children go wrong directions and how hard it is for parents to watch because they love their children so much. And I'm sure some of you out there listening to me can relate to that. You love your child so much that you want them to make great decisions. And when they've turned their back on you, it just about kills you. You know, I could I could relate to this because I love my daughter so much and my son-in-law that I just want the best for them. And I'm so proud they make good decisions. But if something happened, they made poor decisions, oh, it would hurt. It would hurt deeply because there's such a great love. It's hard to understand sometimes the great love people have for their kids, but it's a great love. But the problem is, Many times we give in and we condone what they're doing by not saying anything. I want to remain their friend. I want them to talk to me. I want them to love me. So I am not going to say anything about their sin. I'm not going to say anything about their life. I know people like that. I know strong Christians like that, but they walk on tiptoes because they don't want to hurt their kids' feelings. I'm telling you what. Rather hurt your kid's feelings than see him go to a devil's hell. Whether it hurt you, it's better to hurt your kid's feelings than see him walk in disaster the rest of their life. People, we got to stand up for God. Ask God to give you wisdom and how to do that. Remember, the Bible says when you're confronting someone to be gentle, be gentle and pray. Lord, give me words of wisdom to be able to share with my children. 
I get talked a lot over the years about this, about wayward children. And you know what? You just got to love them. And I can tell you this, you've got to forgive them too. I, I have friends that have relationships. And uh, then I just talked to a man on Sunday at church that he, I said, asked him how him and his son is doing. He said, he doesn't talk to us. He's bitter at us because of something. What a terrible thing. What a terrible thing. You cannot live in bitterness and serve God. That is such a barrier between you and God. If you got any kind of bitterness out there with your parents or with your siblings, with your children, clear it up today. At least do your part to clear it up today. See, you know, God sees the big picture. And many times your children will eventually turn away from their life of folly and come back to God. Many times we see that happen. And that's the good news about you staying consistent, you standing up for your values, you not giving in to their sinful ways and trying to justify it. We all should hate sin. We are to love the sinner. We're to pray for those that need God. One of the greatest testimonies you can have is when you show the love of God to others and they will see you living for him no matter what and that you understand them and understand that they're going through some problems and you're going to pray for them. You're going to lift them up. You're going to be their cheerleader. You know what? We need cheerleaders. You know, it's like they have at football games and stuff, the inspiration, you know, they do these these cheers. I remember basketball running out on the floor with the cheerleaders leading the way and doing all these cheers, you know, and, uh, you know, kind of got you inspired. Boise State games, they are people are cheering away and they're doing the Boise State chant, Boise State, boy, you know, back and forth, but they're leading the cheers. We should lead the cheers of seeing our children come to a greater understanding of Jesus Christ, that we could see him more clearly and that know that he forgives us. And sometimes our kids might tell us, well, you know what, dad or mom, I have gone beyond, I've gone well beyond the sin. I am living a life of wretchedness, and I am just horrible. You know what you'll say? You'll say, I love you. I love you, and I'll pray that God would be with you, and all you need to do is ask God to forgive you, and you could have a new start. You could have a new start today. You don't have to carry those burdens with you. Remember that old song that said, burdens are lifted at Calvary? He takes them. He took him to the cross. He took your sins to the cross. He died for you. He died for you that you could have life and you could have it eternal. But the decision is yours. The decision is yours how you do deal with it. Like I said with David uh, yesterday, in his life, you know, he did a terrible sin. You know, he committed adultery with Bathsheba and then he went out and killed her husband so that that all this about her being pregnant wouldn't come out. One sin led to another sin and the downfall of David. But David repented, and God forgave him. People of God, repent today of any sin that you, you have. Maybe it's a closet sin. Maybe it, nobody knows but you. Well, I've got news for you. God knows. And God's anxious to forgive that sin. Give that to him today and you will be blessed. I hope you have a great day. Serve him with all your heart, soul, and mind. 
Lord bless you. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.